Hello and welcome to another episode of... Everyone, this is a fanatic. Skeletons in the attic. I'm Brent and this is Patrick. Are people singing the song? Our show is overly dramatic. Our show is overly dramatic. Bam. No, man, they love it. They love it. It's been a downer, man. Downer week. Yeah. Leafs lost. Your beard fell off. My beard fell off. The Leafs, man. Right. Well. (laughs) That's the most Toronto-esque answer of all time. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the last time they won the cup was before I was born. Yeah. And definitely before you were born. Okay. And I think, I think before we had our own flag. Uh, <laughs> before the, like the Leaf Nation flag? No, the Canadian flag. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think it was still like the Union Jack with like a little beaver on it or something. That's what the I Last mean. time. Oh, man. Oh. Here's like a would you rather them lose? in the conference final or not make the playoffs which one is which one would you rather um yeah that's a really that's a hard one i initially i was going to say just not even make it like just go hard or go home but uh i mean conference final is pretty exciting i remember you know the the through the 90s they were in the conference final i think like four out of the six years or something right yeah pat quinn um Mm -hmm. Earlier than that, Pat Burns, and then Pat Quinn. Okay. So they need a coach named Pat. Right. I'm um, next, this guy. Right. <laughs> but, like, I don't want to jinx anything, and I don't want to seem too, too macabre, but anybody who coached them pretty far named Pat is, is dead now. Oh, sure. So okay. if there's any Pats that you don't like. Yeah, just tell them. Coach. Have a, <laughs> have a pension for coaching saying, hey, skate faster. Get, then, get down know, to the Leafs nation. That might work. Yeah. Maybe it is a blessing in disguise for Toronto. What do you okay. like? You know how people get in the city, man. Minute, minute, minute. We make the playoff. The whole freaking city goes nuts. Everybody's getting the, the like leaf flags for their cars and flying out. Yeah. Of course there's leaf parties everywhere. Right. We can't even, we can't keep COVID under control right now. So, I mean, can you imagine Yeah. yeah. how wild the city would be if so? Yeah, no, that's a thing. It is, I was, I was waiting because if they, I'm actually surprised that there was not a bigger riot when they lost. I think because people thought, well, this is kind of a half-ass playoffs. It's not, it's not, it's, they have an asterisk anyway. Yeah. So it's not worth, you know, pounding in the Nike store window. Right. Today. So, I don't know. What was that team ranked? Like 12th? I didn't follow it that closely. I don't know what the rankings were. Um, the Leafs were like, like seventh or eighth and then they they matched up with a team that was that they weren't they technically weren't in the playoffs like based on their record at that time and then they had like a a playoff to get into the playoffs best of five yeah couldn't do it could not do it home ice advantage home country advantage home country yeah Uh, i don't know i i feel that uh I think once the season starts, I think they're gonna they're gonna atone. Okay. And like uh, like all the radio experts, I feel that 2021 is the year the Leafs win the cup. Okay. And the the four people watching this. Yeah. <laughs> if I win, you owe me a beer. If I lose, uh, you owe me a beer. we're all taking antidepressants now to survive. <laughs> These damn Leafs. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it's just it was out of sync. Nothing worked. The, 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 it wasn't the right time of year. Yeah. You can't have hockey in August. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody forgets how to skate. Yeah, it's they wrong. do. They forget how to skate. The rink is melting. <laughs> the rink is literally melting. The Zamboni's at some drive-in watching Dirty Dancing or something. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So let me, let me ask you a question. What's that? Because last week, yeah. your editing was seamless. Oh, wow. Nice. Your your trigger finger was pretty itchy. I think. Oh. <laughs> I felt I felt like the twenties, the silent version of King Kong. It was like, uh, 
and I was wondering, after the little minor interruptions, okay, did, did you rain holy hell on your tiny children? Oh no, 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 no. We took the. I, I mean, they came adorable. in. They came in, but the audio actually it wasn't too bad. I listened to it. Yeah. But like on the video, you could see you could see like my face is like. Yeah, you had a you had a degree of consternation, but yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. it was. Either way it went, it would have been totally kosher. I thought mm. it was awesome. So, yeah, I, I couldn't leave that in there. <laughs> well, fair enough. It's your call, but I thought it was cute, and I yeah. think our, our viewers. I left, I left it in the podcast audio, so. Then, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, so I'm watching NBA okay. a little bit, a little bit, not like hard. But they have, uh, so if you, have you seen any of it? All right, so their their players have like political statements on their jerseys. Okay. Um, so like their names at the at the back, there's the the name, their number, and over top of their number, there's like uh, you can put a, a political statement, which the which the league had to approve something like equality or vote or Black Lives Matter or say their names. Okay. Now here's my issue. Not everybody as something that's political on top of their jersey. So like some of the some of the stars right. aren't doing it. What where 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 do you draw the line between sports entertainment and protesting injustice? Right. Yeah, it it should be a personal choice, but we've gotten to the point where it can't be because you know, people's silence is viewed as complicity. Right. So why does somebody have like Wendy's or like? No, no. You, they they gave them a list of things and like the superstars like LeBron James decided he's not gonna wear anything because the list is too limited for him and he's already like doing political yeah. action in his like social media and stuff like that. So he decided not to. Right. But you know. That's why there should be none allowed. You know, you're playing your sport. If you want it, you these guys have a bigger platform than you and I will dream of. Right. Talk about whatever you want, anytime you want. When you're exactly. on the pitch, when you're on the field, when you're on the court, do the do your job. Almost feel like yeah, people people are watching to escape it. I'm watching the NBA right. to escape the real the realness and the brutality of of this life, right? So it's a, it's an escapism. Yeah. Why? Just seeing seeing those messages brings us back, and I don't know. Like you said, they have that. They have that platform, you yeah. know, they can do a live video on Instagram and have millions of viewers within seconds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the Leafs now, also I, did. I'm sorry. sorry they, the Leafs, did, they, they, they had their little moment too, of a little political action, but they wore like t-shirts like the, the first day when they came back, June 13th, they wore some Black Lives Matter shirts. So, um, but it's not on their jersey. So there's protesting, um, that's outside of the hockey arena itself. So it's kind of inside and, you know, they, they answered some questions about wearing the t-shirts and the warmups. So that yeah. was kind of cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's a whole can of worms. Like did it for these sports leagues, especially the NBA. Yeah. Does it say black lives matter except in China? Yeah, or, no. or is that, yeah. Oh, Oh, so they, yeah. okay. So we need diversity in films but enough to cut them out if the thing's marketed in China, right? Right. So the NBA, in my opinion, has no credibility because they are kissing the CCP's ass like everybody else is. So you can talk all you want about how much these causes mean to you, but when you know you're being edited in China and you can't say anything because you need that $10 billion contract, then you're, I'm sorry, you're just virtue signaling, mm. you know, just, it's total nonsense. I also have issues with Black Lives Matter itself. The idea, the philosophy, yep. obviously, I fully support the fact that Black Lives Matter. Okay. The organization, I've got a couple issues with. Oh, okay? me too. Me too. Because they're, they're looking at other things other than what it is. And if Black Lives Matter, where were they when the bangers are taking out each other? You know, stuff like that. Yep. So Black Lives Matter when cops kill them. That's that seems to be what they're saying, but they actually it's it's become a political organization that's been yeah. taken over by yeah. some of the uh, some more radicals. Right. I honestly feel that Black Lives Matter. Yes. So good. 
Well, uh, we got, yeah, we they, got they, heavy. We got heavy real fast. Which is what we need to. We we need to. Um, and the the heads or the leaders within the Black Lives Matter movement have some own some of their own agendas, which right. uh, you know they're trans lives matter and right. uh, gay lives matter, lesbian lives matter. How does this all mix in when we're all black? Um, it's something that a lot of people kind of question what their real well, motives are but anyway that's that's a different topic for a different day much grander um we should we should dedicate uh, a whole episode to that yeah well i <laughs> with guest stars i always tend to dodge like the because there's not really no humor there so i mean let's let's oh, i know i know i know i know exactly what you, it's i know exactly i know what you dodge yeah i you dodge your, yeah. your g your g-rated ass i know what you dodge <laughs> Sure, right. I'll you, too. Uh, you know, I was happy with, we managed to piss off some people in Haida Gwaii, man. We did. We managed. I mean, yeah. I got some numbers wrong. I misread uh, the BC Star, okay? So when they, when they mentioned in their article, there was X number of people who had COVID, and then there was one death. That one death was for the province of BC on that day, not for Haida Gwaii. So some... At least three people like messaged or sent comments, blah, 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 because they take it so personally. Um, there's the islands. Uh, so there was no deaths on Haida Gwaii. And the islands have previously had an outbreak of smallpox, which decimated 90 to 80 percent of the population. And so they treat epidemics very seriously. I said it. All right. Indeed. That being said, <laughs> we're from Toronto. Getting information wrong is kind of like a pastime for us <laughs> from other provinces. Like you, you've you've messed up about Alberta. You oh, I daily, yeah. daily, right? We say stuff about BC. It doesn't matter. We're, Nine out of ten people in Alberta are gay. <laughs> yeah, right. We're not trying to share false information here. What is this show? Is this a comedy show or is this a comedy show, Brent? This is a, it's a parody satire. We talk about the news. We give very shallow takes and make fun of the crazy world we live in and hope that people can have a good time for a few minutes. Hey, do we, uh, do we punch down at marginalized people or do we tend to punch up? Well, you punch up, I punch down. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're obviously, good, no. You're a we good man. You're a good we man. Don't, we don't punch down. I've we never heard you once punch down. Well, the day is young. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and we to don't. be honest, we don't. Mike we goal. punch bureaucracy. Absolutely. Punch. Absolutely. Yeah. And my goal for this whole podcast, literally, the reason I created it is to make Brent laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing a half-assed job. I'm picking all these different topics for a white well, guy's laugh. The thing that made me laugh, actually, speaking of that, is yeah. that only indigenous people in this day and age, yeah. have the nerve to talk to a black guy that way. <laughs> hey, man, I don't even know if the people were indigenous or not, but whatever. We'll, well see. I imagine that if it was the Haida. Nah, you know, fair enough. Probably fair not. Enough. There's a lot fair of different enough. people who live there. Right. And to my knowledge, it's not Just, usually right. the marginalized people who take offense to things that are said. So anyway, That's we're not going to waste our time. Um, this is a comedy show. This is not the news. This is not Fox or MSNBC. <laughs> it's Brent and Patrick's show. <laughs> and I'm making no. a white guy laugh, and that's how colonialism was invented. So anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sorry. Uh, no, I would never apologize for a joke. Never. Because yeah. we, we write these jokes with good intentions, right? Sure, we got a fact around, okay. But it was never, we never punched down. So I'm proud to say. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't trying to hurt anybody's feelings, no. or misrepresent anybody or no. cost anybody money or. Absolutely not. Yeah. This is all about, we were, we were literally looking at the, at the stats, right? Yeah. And the stats showed the percentage was so small. That's all. We were just having a discussion on stats. Yeah. That's it. I, pre I do. Honestly, I appreciate that somebody was watching. Hey, now. Yep. You know, I like that. Uh, yeah. I like that they said. I like that they said that our one consolation is you have a very limited audience. And let's keep like, it that way. <laughs> damn right. <laughs> I am here. I am here. All my career, I've been performing for limited audiences. Right. So, let's keep it that way. Hey, yeah. man, I love it. 
Okay, first order of business. We have a book review, man. I nice. So I'm scrolling through, and um, so I I do the audio book thing, like I told you before. Mm -hmm. I'm scrolling through, and I see like this really hot looking lady on the cover of a book, and I was like, okay, this got to be interesting. Whatever. Amanda Knox, waiting to be heard. Have you heard of her? Yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. So I picked the book because of the cover. <laughs> they say never judge a book by its cover, but I did. Um, so in 2007, she was an American student who went to Italy to study and learn Italian when her roommate, Meredith Kircher, who's a British student, was suddenly murdered in, her, in their apartment. Mm-hmm. Amanda and her boyfriend uh, were not... Were, well, Amanda says she was not at the scene at the time. She was at a boyfriend's place. They were getting high. They were making love. They spent the night together. Uh, somehow, prosecutors did not believe any part of her story, and they were each sentenced over 25 years in jail um, before the prison sentence was later overturned after she spent like four years in jail. So um, this, like, it was such a strange read because... Right. Okay, let's say, let's say you're, you're in her shoes, right? Your roommate just got murdered. And uh, the cops question you the first time. And you answered everything that, to the best of your knowledge. If they pull you in a second time, Brent, what's going through your head? <laughs> Fear. To, ask you, to, to ask you questions about this murder again. Right. How about five times later? Yep. At what point do you say, I should get a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, re- I I'm like five hours into the book. This is a 12-hour book. Mm-hmm. Five hours in. And every, like, she's, she's had like six cop interviews. Six interviews. Okay. Still, she's like, and she writes, it never crossed my mind that I should have hired a lawyer. Wow. Are you lost? <laughs> I guess that's the millennial uh, way of thinking. Things just don't cross their minds. Are you lost? Yeah. If you ever, ever want to know what not to do as a foreign exchange student, read her book. It Maybe. was so wild, man. Right. So how far in did, did you finish it? I didn't finish it. Okay. But I, got, like, I, I ended up reading how it was solved and how she yeah. got off and stuff. Okay. Um, so her reaction to the murder was questioned because she didn't cry. Like if you see something so graphic, she was numb and in shock. Right. And to the Italian police at that time, uh, that lack of emotion sort of suggested that she was the killer. Although no DNA evidence pointed to it. But Italians cry all the time. They cry all the time, even in soccer. They get ahead. You give them a, give them a cup of coffee. They're like, oh, Ben, Ben. You know, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth once had to visit had to visit a scene where a Welsh mining mountain blew up and killed a bunch of kids, and she yeah. had to rip an armpit armpit hair out in order to get a tear going. Oh but man, people, I don't cry. Like some people just don't cry. Some people just don't cry, which is a and. Who are you to judge somebody's reaction if they see death and gore? Right. Yeah. Maybe it's, they're part, yeah. it's a shocking thing. I don't think I would cry. I would no. I would not register immediately. No. Uh, you know your your neurons are firing in different ways. They have no right to see. Never never underestimate the laziness of the justice system. Yeah. You know, they want the shortest cut they can take. They want the easiest way so they can punch out. Yeah. You know? We pretend that justice is diligent and looking for the... If they get an answer they're happy with, they're happy to just wash their hands up. Yeah. So... All right. Uh, here's, here's, here's where I had the biggest laugh. Okay. Okay. So it's late one night. She's in police custody for hours. They're, they're asking her questions. They're just bombarding. It's early in the morning. Right. She's starting to hallucinate. And they're asking her, like, who did it? Right? right? Who did it? And then she said in the book that her mind starts playing tricks on her. 
Yeah, you're hallucinating. It's too, it's early. You want to sleep. You want to pee. Yeah. Things start appearing in her mind. So she ended up saying that she actually saw her boss in the apartment with uh, Merit, with with the student who was murdered. Uh huh. Her boss was a black guy. Uh huh. Well, blame the black guy. Easy. <laughs> Easy peasy. <laughs> Whose first name is Patrick, by the way? Absolutely. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Horrible, horrible. Jeez. Anyway, so by the end, uh, once, they, once they figured out, once they solved the crime with correct DNA, turns out it was a black guy. So she wasn't all that wrong. Well... Eh. yes and no but yeah. yeah right but it was wow. uh it was a guy living in the apartment below right <laughs> yeah. holy crap yeah when was this Just this was the death was in 2007 right that's when i okay yeah yeah um so she ended up she ended up actually getting a netflix movie out of this Right. And a best-selling book. Right. Can you take so. a guess of her net worth right now? Uh, well, more than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine. So Netflix, a book, a uh, speaking tour, I assume. Oh, for sure. I don't know. How, 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 how deep into the seven figures? Uh, are here, okay, so my question to you then, would you give up four years in jail and this experience for $2 million? That that depends on the the amount of sodomy. I think. Okay, <laughs> but you're in Italy, man. When in Rome, hey, yeah, yeah. people are just walk, just throwing soap all over the place. Yeah, well, honestly, um, we we often think that right. This it's the indecent proposal, right? What yeah. would you do for two million dollars? Fact is, I would fight the whole way. I would not. I will not bow down for anything or anybody for any amount of money. That's just me. So, well, I cannot say the same. So, <laughs> <laughs> two million. Oh my God, put me in for six years, bro. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> We're good. We're good. I'm retiring on that. Hey, fair enough. I'm retiring on that. Then you can pay my lawyer bills while I'm fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're on to your topic, man. Well. It's been a weird. Uh, it's been a weird week. Okay. All right. So, so essentially, we've got. Um, do you? Okay. So we're in the Toronto area. We're in the GTA. So, yep. Cherry Beach is down. It's kind of down downtown on the lake shore. It's sort of the east, the east side. Um, you know, like down like Leslie's. So, like downtown east side, the beach, right? So yep. this is a local story occurred yeah and I, I assume you heard about it i heard it. <laughs> it it actually garnered international attention so video um as we tend to do captured a couple of guys at cherry beach looking to continue some sort of brawl they were having um but they decided to continue it with chainsaws so i from what i know saturday nights at cherry beach they've got like a dj like ravey kind of kind of beachy kind of parties there and obviously it spills over until sunday morning um along with some fights that usually occur right that's you know when you, when you got people on e you got people drinking you got people doing body shots you got them half naked you got them throwing masks away people are gonna you know we're, we're living in a tense moment in human history so people are looking to blow right so absolutely um so these guys, they like, they went to the next level. <laughs> They're both, I'm sure you saw them. Maybe if you're able to, if it's not a copyright infringement, you can just throw up um, like just a snatch of them walking. I could put the picture up for, yeah, the, for the viewers. For the old Friday, Friday 13th uh, stuff. But so they they were both wearing nothing but jean shorts <laughs> and tattoos. They're covered in blood. You ever notice the, I hate tattoos anyway, but you ever notice these guys that have tattoos on every 
inch of them. They always say like, oh, I, I never look for trouble. But but trouble finds them a lot. Yep. It's like, oh, I, I never start fights, but I finish them. Yeah. <laughs> and I start them, you know? So these guys come in and they're, they're in there, they're yelling, who hit me? Right. right? And as they're doing it, they're like, you know, like, who hit me? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was there so I could have just said, yeah, I did. Uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to come and groom my hedge? So, oh my god. <laughs> just the cats everywhere. It's like it was like Russian emigre CIA turned. Oh yeah, man. I saw so, it. Some of my some of my uh questions basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was families there. It was Sunday morning at Sunday point. morning. So the, the fight spilled over from the Saturday night. It did, yes. Yeah. All night long, and then the dawn comes early in August yep. in Toronto. Right. So I think they played their hand too fast, actually. Because <laughs> you all saw everybody saw Pulp Fiction, right? When the the pawn shop owner and and Zed had had the geek and and Marcellus Wallace in their little sex dungeon. Yep. And and Bruce Willis is gonna try to rescue him. So first he grabs a hammer, and then he grabs a baseball bat, then he grabs a chainsaw, and then he sees the the samurai sword. These guys these guys like went chainsaw first, you know. They didn't. You could you could have grabbed like a like a snow scraper. You know, he could have grabbed like, you know, some kind of, uh, anyway. So that's one of the funny issues that I saw with that, even though it's not funny if you were there. And secondly, do, do people still want to defund the police? Because I got news for you. Um, the same police who won't be around to catch those delightful scamps doing car hopping, um, they're not going to be there either for the crazy guys who, uh, the crazy white guys who decide to end fights with chainsaws. Right. right? So my my question um are the are the chainsaw wielding hungover psychos being overly dramatic yeah i love that you throw in the the defund the police bit because yeah the i mean the police we talked about this already we wanted to, to reinvest in them right so it's more about the training yep. and the preparation for dealing with mental health crisis that they tend to come in a bit too aggressively we still need them there we definitely do we definitely do because can you imagine trying to de-escalate the situation peacefully with when the, when the chainsaw tattoo posse comes looking for for scalps you what know? do you do so, yeah but here's uh here's something the police probably never said in the city of toronto <laughs> while making an arrest Put the chainsaw down and put your hands up. <laughs> and cut the cops in Toronto. They say a lot of weird things. Come on, man. We live in Toronto. Yeah. I have friends who are cops. Mm -hmm. They say stuff like, put your underwear on and put your hands up. Right. <laughs> or put the bag of cocaine down and put right. your hands. They say all the weirdest stuff. Yeah. And these finish, guys have topped your it. Slushy. I'm sorry, what? These guys have topped it now. Oh, I know. Yeah. How do you, I mean, how do you, how do you top that? What are you going to like use a, a cobra or something? You're going <laughs> to attack somebody with like a cage full of rattlesnakes or, you know, some they're, all, they're all tattooed up, man. I thought it was originally the first thing that came to my head. This has to be a TikTok stunt, man. Yeah. Right. I thought this was a TikTok stunt. Like they're trying to go viral. Maybe they want to get into like one of them yeah. Texas Chainsaw movies or something. Right. Right. Because there's like five of those movies now. Or more. Yeah. I just I like the guy. I like the guy that wasn't talking. Because you had the you had the bald guy that was saying, Who hit me? Who hit me? But then his partner, his little his little Pancho Villa yeah. was like he's just he was just there like <clears throat> Right. He, he means business. Hey, he meant business. But here's the thing. The fight happened hours ago. Right. Everybody's right. gone. Yeah. Everybody's gone. You come back to the scene hours later looking for somebody. Right. <laughs> the lights are up, buddy. They're all gone. <laughs> What's going through your head? So he, he's, they, I'm sure they had time to do blow off their dashboard. Yeah. To, to, to rent a couple of chainsaws, I suppose, from a Canadian tire or something. Yeah. But he didn't have time to wipe the blood off the back of his head. No. 
He's like uh, they got they got beat up pretty good. They got beat up pretty good, but they came back ready. Yeah, it looked the like wrong it. weapon of choice. It's <laughs> in a way, in an absurdist Fellini Ingmar Bergman way, you gotta yeah. admire it. You know? Yeah, sure. That was like sure. the, the John Wayne of street thugs. I'm bringing a I'm bringing a chainsaw. It kind of reminds me of like the movie Sharknado. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see it. You ever see? <laughs> No. There's like six of them. There's chainsaws in the movie. There's flying sharks with tornadoes and stuff. <laughs> one one media outlet actually said it's so it's so bad it's brilliant. Yeah, like, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's a really bad movie plot with the, what these guys are thinking about. Okay. I don't get it. So I, I got five I would, questions. Sorry. Go ahead. No, my last I was just gonna say I would have come on like a riding mower with a cannon on it or something. Something else, man. But uh, what, are you, what are your questions? When do you use a chainsaw? These are simple <laughs> yes or no questions. Just okay. so everybody knows. Sounds simple, but it's going to get complicated. Okay. All right. To cut down a Christmas tree. Yes. yes. Okay. Good. Got that one right. To open right. a wooden door. Uh. Part of me for comic value wants to say yes to everything, <laughs> but realistically, I would say no. Say no. Yeah. All right. To take to a beach? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say to take to a Brits? To a beach. Oh, a beach. Oh, okay. I don't, those, those coconuts can be kind of temperamental. Bit, yeah, right? You never know when you need to cut down a, a, a coconut tree. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> You passed the test, Brent. You've already gotten it. What? I thought you had. I thought you had five. There's questions. five to build a treehouse, right? And to take to a lake. Uh, I'd say yes for all of them. Just yeah. You just bit. never know when you need to build a canoe either. Yeah, true. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so this is the kind of comedy to expect from. <laughs> from... <laughs> Do we have any guests today? No, our guests are going to be for um, our guests will be for our our comedy show. So we'll 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 put in that little special, um, at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, second Canadian topic. This is me. Are we? Uh, you're. Okay. Yeah. We're on. Oh. Okay, because it was uh, it was sticking there for a second. Oh, a little frozen. I thought, is he editing already? No, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fix it and post as I always do. It's fine now. All right. So this past Wednesday was technically Andrew Shear's last day in the house as the opposition leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. Doesn't sound like very interesting news. I get it. Mm-hmm. But we're in August. 2020 right he lost the election in october 2019 when he won the popular vote but lost the election overall people were calling for his resignation then and then there was the scandal that happened early december when they found out that andrew Shear was taking party money to pay for his children's tuition in private school. And he's got five kids, four of them, where tuition was being paid for. Right. So he was being asked to resign at that point, too. Mm-hmm. So Andrew Scheer resigning as the leader of the losing party is almost as slow as Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, though, he made a he made a little comment because Trudeau wasn't there on Tuesday when he when he first announced it. He was on a vacation day, holiday, as usual. <laughs> Maybe it was a jab. Maybe it was coincidental. Who knows? I don't book appointments for Justin. I don't know, but he was there on Wednesday to wish him well. Um, so my question then, judging by the fact that Mr. Shear won the majority vote 
Should he still be the opposition leader? Or are the members of the party who find him maladroit at articulating his positions on social conservative issues being overly dramatic? Is he inept at his job? Maladroit. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, man. Awesome. He's um, smarter than I look. Uh, you you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more handsome on the inside. Right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that was I liked your Brexit line there. That was cool. I was like, this is like the the this is like the longest goodbye since Lord of the Rings. Everybody's you know? been calling it since October. They're like, he okay, you're not the one, dude. Talk about an extended denouement, you know. In theater, we call that the slow death. <laughs> you already had the climax, and then there's like 30 more minutes. Of, right. Uh, you know, saying, uh, goodbye, Frodo. Goodbye. <laughs> but, uh, Let's get the hell off the stage. We know what's coming. <laughs> it's funny, though, you know, because he, like, uh, he was like a wunderkind of, like, you know, conservatism. Yeah, and early on. It didn't take him very long at all to corrupt himself. No. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Well, one one thing I that that occurs to me, like we live in an urban area, and of course we live in Ontario. So there are those who live in urban areas that are under the impression that being conservative or voting conservative is illegal. It's not. It's not illegal to be right wing. You know, it's no. not illegal to be socially conservative. Yeah. Frankly. It's disgusting, but it's not illegal to be racist. <laughs> you know, there's nothing, you know, you can, you can say, you know what, I, I don't like anybody darker than my forearm. You're an asshole, but it's not illegal. So this whole thing about like anybody who votes conservative or anybody who runs conservative is somehow inherently evil. We got to get that out of the social discourse. Yeah. My problem with the conservatives is that they don't have any new ideas and every idea they ever had didn't work. Right keep trying the same thing mm-hmm. but no andrew Shear. i always thought that he was just in above his head he never it was a slim pool like when he won it in 2017 yeah. who was his biggest competition like kevin o'leary the guy from uh, dragon's den yeah, that the, time, uh, yeah some crazy some crazy alex jones chick from like owen sound talking about how like you know aliens are making our fingernails gay or something I... so he won by default yeah he was the least worst of a terrible lot. Um, but we're just not in the era of conservative governments federally. Okay. They're, just, they're not going to win anytime soon. Um, well, what do you think? Do you think well, I just feel like he, he, he was so bad at answering questions about yeah. you know, same-sex marriage and abortion. He just kind of froze up. So yeah. the conservative party was more worried about image. Yeah. You know, can, you, if, can you just get through an interview without like, seeming to not (laughs) yeah something like that or just give just give a clear answer you know if if you are for something say that and then at least the people who are conservative or who agree with you can see your views right and and you know they have a strong viewpoint and they they will agree with you but he seemed to freeze up a lot and also he didn't campaign on sundays oh really when when justin was out you know well, and Jack okay. Meek was out grinding on the Sundays. He was he was not there on Sundays. So like his campaign managers and stuff had to cover for him on a lot of Sundays, man. I didn't notice that actually, but yeah, that came out. I that was um yeah, that's right. from the post. See, I mean, I yeah. understand that you know you you kind of most politicians are contradictory in the sense that you know they get the leadership by campaigning to their base. Yeah, by being extra conservative or extra NDP. And then they try to appeal to a broader range of people to get in the friggin' office. So they have to they have to hedge their bets. They have to kind of waffle on their their views and stuff. Yeah. He was lying. Wasn't he had a scandal last fall about <laughs> lying about being an insurance salesman? <laughs> remember that? I remember that. Who pos? Oh, really? Hi, I'm James Bond. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I work. I work for Mutual of Omaha. Like, who? Who thinks chicks at a bar are going to be turned on by saying, I'm going to right. show. So if you're going to lie, lie cool, lie up, you know? I, yeah. I'm the, pri- I'm the prime minister. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I got a, I got a private jet. Yeah. Like, 
Well, I, I've got a, a table full of actuaries in the car, and I can get you a good deal on uh, boat insurance. What a joke. What a joke. No, good good riddance. I don't know who they're going to have as their next leader. I don't that really was my next question. That was my next question. There's there's a lot of people in, in the running. What do you think about what do you think about another Mulrooney running? Not Ben. He's got a brother. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. yeah. And he's got um, a sister, too. The sister doesn't seem to be interested, but definitely Mark is interested. Hey, we've never had father-son prime ministers. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm just, yeah, we, we have. Um, no, we... What about Ben? What about, what about Mark? Why'd you do that so fast? You should have let that sink in so people would say, haven't we? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Do a little, do a little Roosevelt. I'm trying to make you laugh. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. If it doesn't work first time, I'm, I'm not waiting. <laughs> well, so William Lyon Mackenzie King was the great nephew of uh, Mackenzie King. Okay. And uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was the nephew cousin of Teddy Roosevelt. Right. And uh, so, no, like legacies are one thing. Um, I think the worst example of it are, are Bush Sr. and Jr. Oh, I was about to ask that too. You're like on the game today, man. Who's who's a better leader? I got three bushes for you. George okay. W. Huh? George H. W. Or Gavin Rossdale from Bush. <laughs> <laughs> who's a better I'm leader? Drinking in. I'm drinking in. I forget the I forget how to play that. Man, I love Bush, man. So good. Listerine. Glycerine. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I have to give it to Gavin. Yeah, but I don't think Gwen Stefani would vote for him. <laughs> so, you know, no doubt. Yeah, uh, yeah no doubt. <laughs> some co the, the conservatives, you know, they're going to they're gonna elect their leader to please Alberta. Yeah. And their leader's going to lose because they can't please Ontario. That's just how, that's how it goes. Yeah. And then, but there was like, there was a bit of a tricky... Uh, race within Quebec as well that he just didn't he just didn't manage to get some of the swing votes in Quebec which made it you know made him lose some seats there yeah that's uh well I mean that's a that it was pretty pretty thin but mm -hmm. that's, that's a 150 that's a year old grievance right yeah fair so, point I don't know um it doesn't really matter who the conservative leader is because they're not going to get anywhere near the door in Ontario. So we tend to, we have this thing, like we have Doug Ford provincially and we have Justin federally. Right. That's, that's the balance check or it flips. We have to keep it that way because when we've got two of the same, it, it ends up being a shit show. All right. right? We right. need to have conservatives and liberals balancing each other out right. and provincially at Queen's mm. Park. So, yeah. That, that way, all the pundits and Toronto Sun and Toxic Forty, they can yeah. blame the other one. <laughs> uh, otherwise, some people some people might be out of a job. So we need right. we need balance, which no, is we, we, fair point. Fair point. We need to keep the we need to keep the merchants of fake news employed. Yeah. Full dental. Yeah, yeah. Topic like three, bud. Lost track here. You're all the right. one who's up. This one, I don't know. This is this is interesting in the in the social climate we live in. Um, I think everybody knows who Julie Payette is. Um, she's our. Actually, I don't know if everybody knows what. No, you have to tell us. <laughs> All right. So listen, kids. Which one of the numbers don't belong? Um, we have a governor general in Canada, which, and then in each province they have a lieutenant governor. So basically, it is a symbolic or ceremonial position where that is the liaison between the Prime Minister of Canada and the Crown, hence the Queen, Elizabeth of England. So it's a ceremonial, it's a ribbon-cutting, you know, champagne bottle hitting on boat position. Some of them take it more seriously than others. Some of them do a lot of really good charity work, stuff like that. Um, so it's a pretty cushy position where you're basically... It, you know, I don't want to get into a whole republic versus monarchy thing. I think Canadians don't really care. We're busy trying to just pay our rent, stuff like that. Um, but anyway, the governor general is technically the highest position in Canada. 
even though the prime minister and the PMO make all the laws, make all the rules, they run the right. country. Did you say right or right? Yeah, I, 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 was, I was shocked on that one. Yeah, no, the governor general basically is the queen's representative in Canada. What? Yeah. So wasn't, wasn't that on your citizenship test? <laughs> I failed it. So <laughs> you uh, you came over through Cornwall with a pipe. Um, I swam. Like obviously the PM. It's same in England. The PM makes is is the highest. Right? Yes, of like, course. Yeah. Ceremonial. The Queen. He has to ask her to dissolve Parliament. Okay. And she, what's she going to say? No. No. Know? She always says yes. Yeah. All right. So the the Governor General basically is the liaison between the Crown and and Canada. Um, hey Brent, sorry to cut you off for it. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into all my civics classes next year. So, okay, let everybody know this 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 lesson here is going up in civics. You guys, sure. pay attention to what Mr. Brent is saying. Well, I, then I should I should have more more air about me that I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> but anyway, so we've had various government generals through the years, as we do, and they're appointed by the prime minister. Right. Usually, it's usually a patronage favor. You know, there was. Uh, People that have done great social work, had great careers, people in media, it's similar to, you know, we don't have an elected Senate, we have an appointed Senate, right? So it's similar to that. It's somebody who's really, you know, generally done good work, who gets appointed to this really cushy, you know, private jet yep. job. So it's Julie Payette. Now, Julie Payette was, of course, a female Canadian astronaut. And... Basically, she has been, for the last few years, 2017, I think, so for about three years, she's been our governor general. Yes, 2017, yeah. Right. But now, certain people want to get her canceled, because that's what we do. So, there are people in her offices, Rideau Hall is, is the, uh, the, the realm, the domain of the governor general. And there are people that are saying that in Rideau Hall, it's a toxic atmosphere mm -hmm. of bullying and intimidation. Um, you know, there is this little thing. I, I'm not going to link it. at CBC. Uh, we hate CBC. We want nothing to do with CBC. <laughs> but they've got a, a little thing where basically it's people in like darkened shadow face saying, oh, and it was a nightmare. It was a living nightmare. Right. So, you know, there's this one person who basically is saying, you know, it wasn't our meeting. She was tyrannical. It wasn't always aggressive and vulgar, but there was always a level of criticism. So there was criticism. <laughs> Julie Payette's background as an astronaut, basically, if you don't do what she says right now, shit blows up. You know? <laughs> like, Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Exactly. So yeah. do what she says right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, and then this person, same person said, I can go as far as to say there was a victim at every meeting. So... You know, and then somebody else said, well, she was fine most of the time, but between five and seven days a month, she was really cranky. Okay. Um, <laughs> see, if you, Angela Merkel, Margaret Thatcher, Theresa May, uh -huh. for women to be in charge of something, they have to be postmenopausal. You say that if you want. <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. <laughs> I, said that, I said that just to see your face. You <laughs> Oh, I gotta have some editing. This guy's cracking himself up on that one. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I'm only kidding, but yeah. I mean, her the the young staff, the interns, stuff like that. Like basically, that generation, millennials and younger. If you don't cut the crust off their sandwiches, yeah. that's bullying to them, right? So you know, how yeah. do you? And also, how do you fire somebody that outranks the PM ceremonially? Yeah. You know, and. and so basically what I'm asking, and this is a silly topic, but it's just fun about the cancel culture, are the people who want Payette to be canceled and fired being overly dramatic? I read up, so I read the CBC headline and it was like just exactly what you just said. Can you even fire the governor general? <laughs> Nobody knows, but they, yeah. there's like, there's a process, right? So she, has, she hasn't been bad. She hasn't done anything illegal. There's allegations of bullying, bad behavior, and privacy demands. Ooh, she wants to be private. Right. And the government has to pay for whatever she asked for so she can keep her privacy. Okay? Right. Right. So here's how she can exit her post. Either she dies or she resigns, which she does not seem that she will be doing. 
-hmm. or if the queen removes her. So like, all I can think about is Justin making that phone call to the queen being like, Hey queen. Yeah, it's me, Justin. Um, I need <laughs> to, I need to fire someone for me. <laughs> You've got to make that phone call. Right. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Cause on, until you pointed that out, I didn't realize the queen had such a role still. I thought her job was just kind of right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And for, for the governor general to have such a high position, you can't even be fired by the, by the, the person who's in charge. Yeah. You can't be fired. Uncancelable. <laughs> she's yeah. uncancelable. Yeah. And like you said, man, like she's, she's a former astronaut, man. To make it in that culture amongst men, you have to be tough. You have to like stand up for yourself. So probably she's not used to, I'm guessing, just, you know, not having to be strong with her voice. Because this is, if you're surrounded by men all day, every day, who probably disrespect you for even trying or wanting to be an astronaut, you got to stand up for yourself. And so she's learned to stand up for herself. I don't know. Is it really that bad that you made somebody cry at work? If you listen, if you listen to the people accusing her, it's like the worst thing ever. You know, but that's yeah. what bosses do. I know. They ask you to do yeah. your job well. Bosses ask you to do your job well. What is bullying? Show up on time. Get that <laughs> report. Get that report done. Yeah. Uh, turn off the music. What the hell is bullying? These I don't days? get it. I don't get it. You leave the crust on a sandwich for somebody you're you're accused of being of bullying, you know. So you know uh, what else I don't believe in the in the press too, and it's coming out the, the whole Ellen DeGeneres thing uh -huh. that that she also creates a toxic environment at work. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very very skeptical on that one too. Yeah, I just I just judge a book by what I see, man. Like her entire attitude has always been gracious, kind, very kind. Especially yeah. to the public, man. How would she? Why would she all of a sudden turn into this monster that she's being portrayed as? I don't get it. I don't get it. And right. I, I, really, I don't believe it. And also, I mean, they've even said, well, it wasn't always Ellen. It was her producers. Yeah. So basically, we have, a, we have a whole bunch of new Generation Z or whatever they're called, people entering the workforce when they find that people are not coddling them like their parents did. And therefore, they feel like they're being victimized. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They need a war. Like I said to our guest last week, your generation needs a war to chill you out. To chill you out. Everybody's Go just going to be smoking pot after, after the war. Right. Go see what high stakes really are. You know. Go see, go see what a fascist regime really is. Really is. Instead of accusing your surroundings of being one. So. The governor general, though. Right. Do we even need it? Uh, no, <laughs> it's like, it's like the appendix of the human body, man. Like, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? All right. It's like testicles over 40. What do you, what, what do you <laughs> what is, you're going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should put that money to better use. That's my point. Yeah. I don't know. It's more like, it's like the headpiece on a Rolls Royce, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make the car go any better. Doesn't help the gas mileage. Nope. You know, it doesn't help the insurance. It doesn't do anything. It just nope. it's there as a figurehead. It yeah. looks pretty so that people can like rip you off. <sighs> so gotcha. No. We don't need a governor general. We're a functioning democracy. Thank you very much. But Thank that's you. a whole it's a can of worms people just don't want to open. So well, we got enough, we got enough going on without revisiting. It might it might be open someday. Probably. Yeah. You got a song for us this week? I do. But I actually literally have to make it up. Okay. Because um, well, I'm looking forward to this. It makes one of us. <laughs> See, I, as you know, I like to. Um, I hope the NDP wins the next federal election. Not only for their policies, but because I think that uh, that Gukaran Karasidu. Mm -hmm would be hands down the smoking hottest 
first lady we've ever had. What? Hands down. Nice. You not feel that Jugmeet Singh's wife is the hottest woman in Canada? I don't know about that, man. Uh, Why is your wife watching? (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's let's see how, let's see if I remember this. All All right. right. This is about, this is about your Kirat. Jugmeet was a friend. You know, was a good friend of mine. But Lily, something's wrong. It ain't hard to define. Jugmeet's got himself a woman, and I want to make her mine. She's watching him with those eyes. She's holding him in those arms, I just know it. She's running her fingers through his gray beard late, late at night. You know, I wish that I had Jugmeet's girl. <laughs> Jugmeet's girl. Who can I find her like that? <laughs> I play along with the charades. There doesn't seem no reason to change. Yeah, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to send her a love letter, but I can't write in your mood. Cause she's watching him with those eyes. She's loving him with that body, I just know it. She's unwrapping that orange turban every night. You know, I wish that I had Chuck Meets Girl. Chuck Meets Girl. What can I find a woman like that? I'm literally making this up. This is good. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm watching Question Period all the time. And I wonder what she sees in Jug Meat. He's not funny, he's not cool with the lines. But I'm what a parliamentary comedian is supposed to be. Answer is Brampton. <laughs> answer is Brampton. You're a racist, mo. A lot of hot ones, like yeah. No, nah, man. No, nah, I'm not racist. It's true. It is true. Beautiful brown women. Give it up. So, All right, so we're gonna he's plug. A good, he's a good-looking guy, but she's way hotter than. She's him. she's past his league. I get it. I get it. Sorry. Go ahead. I, get it. I score big too, man. I'm lucky too. So. Everybody knows that. <laughs> All right, we're going to plug our podcast quick uh, at Overly Dramatic Podcast on the Instagram. Follow us, comment, you know, do the do. We got some shows. Um, We got one August 14th. If you're around in the city, um, you're probably hearing this podcast. You're probably hearing this podcast on the day of August 14th. So if you're around in King City, come on by. Four o'clock is a show. We are almost done our episode um some final thoughts just want to give a shout out to the essential workers out there who are getting the job done you know i have some friends who are in the medical field and who are you know doing the do in the hospitals and physios they're getting tested covid testing every two weeks man can you imagine the pain the torture up the nose So I just want to say thank you for everything you guys do. You're helping to keep our province healthy. Appreciate you guys. Very nice. Yeah. As usual, it's always poignant and heartfelt. (laughs) You ask ask an idiot like me what I have to say. What do you have to say? My final thoughts are believe every conspiracy theory. Yes. Because they're all true. doesn't matter. Soros, Koch brothers, they're all true. Anything that anybody tells you on the internet Believe it. 
and argue with them too. Like make sure that argument goes back and forth. Yeah. Cause their arguments are sound. It never, <laughs> it never degenerates to ad hominem attacks. It's always backed up with stats and data. Get you it. Yeah. Please. As a favor to us, believe everything, 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 every religion, every, every conspiracy theory. It's yes. going to, it's going to help you. All right, friends, this has been our show. We've, we've completed another episode. We love you guys. Thanks. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you next week. This has been overly dramatic. This has been overly dramatic. Na 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 na.